It is official. The Hoosiers are going to get a shot at the national champions next season. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, June 27th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for stopping in and making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. It's the matchup we thought would happen. It's the matchup we've talked about on previous episodes. But the Hoosiers will meet UNC in the Big Ten ACC Challenge next season. It was made official. First reported by John Rothstein last week and then made official on Friday when uh, both conferences released the full schedules for the Big Ten ACC Challenge. For those of you that have been listening, you would have seen this coming. Uh, We said that Indiana would probably host because they went to Syracuse last year. We said that Indiana would probably get UNC or Duke just because of how good they're expected to be next season. And that's what happened. IU will be hosting UNC in Assembly Hall, uh, a game that is going to be really, really exciting and a challenge for the Hoosiers. They uh, continue to load the schedule up. This one may be a little bit out of their control. They're they're not exactly – they didn't really have a a choice, I guess, in this one, but still – uh, a schedule that is continuing to be loaded up with really, really tough teams. And Indiana seems to be welcoming it. And But nonetheless, uh, this is now going to mean that IU will face uh, UNC, Kansas, and Arizona uh, within a month span, really within about three weeks, a little more than three weeks. They'll play UNC on Wednesday, November 30th. Uh, then they will have matches against Kansas and Arizona uh, in the weeks that follow up to December 15th, I believe. Uh, so this is not only is IU's schedule going to be tough next season, this specific stretch is going to be really, really tough because you're talking about a defending national champion, a Kansas team that has the expectation of being really good, uh, an Arizona program that um, with or without Sean Miller has uh, continued to be strong. So this is going to be a daunting stretch for Indiana, but this is what Mike Woodson wanted. When he came to the program, he talked about wanting to strengthen up the schedule. It was a common critique uh, for Tom Crean, uh, Archie Miller, that the schedule just wasn't tough enough in the non-conference and it seems to be something that the selection committee values uh, each uh, selection Sunday or, or building up to the, the NCAA tournament is not, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be that you were successful against uh, those or against that schedule, those tough teams. They just like seeing that you had a tough non-conference schedule. They tend to reward that. 
the Hoosiers are going to have that, without a doubt. This is going to be one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the country next year. So it's exciting to see Indiana in these matchups and uh, something to look forward to because uh, this is going to be a fun match, or a fun matchup. We'll talk about some of the previous ones here in just a moment in the next segment, but I'm excited, man. This is what I wanted. This is what IU fans have wanted. This is a really good team that is going to get some really big challenges uh, this season, specifically in that month or so. We'll take a look at the full Big Ten ACC challenge and as well as some of the the fun matchups in the past. Look, IU and UNC have some history. Uh, The most recent meeting, or second most recent meeting, I should say, was in the tournament when UNC knocked IU out. Uh, These two programs have played a handful of times, specifically in this Big Ten ACC challenge, and it's produced some memorable wins for Indiana. Hopefully they'll be able to do the same again uh, this upcoming season. But uh, they... The, we'll take a look at some of those recent games, uh, how much fun they were, and see if Indiana can uh, meet uh, those expectations and come away with a victory again here in just a moment. First, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and MLB. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. You guys can uh, subscribe to us over on YouTube. We post the episodes there daily as well. Uh, if you guys enjoy watching the podcast uh, or just like having YouTube on in the background, I, I'm certainly guilty of that, of having a a tab open with YouTube playing in the background during most of the day. So you guys can also join in on the conversation over there uh, with fellow commenters. We premiere the episodes over there at 7 a.m. daily. So head on over, give us a subscribe. Uh, let us know that you support us over there as well. Let's take a look at the full ACC Big Ten Challenge. First night, Monday, November 28th, Minnesota against Virginia Tech. Pitt against Northwestern, kind of ho-hum games if we're being honest. Uh, I don't know that anybody's all that excited about those. Tuesday, November 29th, Syracuse at Illinois will be an interesting matchup. Uh, IU fans obviously know firsthand how frustrating it is to play Syracuse. It's going to be an Illinois team that uh, we've spoke about is kind of revamped, so they're going to have to – get challenged early against that two, three zone. I think it's an interesting challenge for teams just because you're already working to kind of blend together. And then we saw with IU last season at again being or preparing for a two, three zone. I think these are the types of games where Syracuse has a little bit of an upper hand, uh, even if they may not be as talented as other teams, Maryland at Louisville, Penn state at Clemson, 
Virginia at Michigan. Michigan going to be one of the top teams, even though they lost a handful of prospects to the draft. We saw Musa Diabate, Caleb Houston both drafted uh, last Thursday. They still have some talent returning. Wake Forest at Wisconsin. Have fun in the Kohl Center. We don't have to go there this year, as we talked about um, a couple weeks ago when I use Big Ten schedule. Georgia Tech at Iowa. Um, and then on Wednesday, November 30th, you're looking at uh, Ohio State at Duke. little surprising that they put both the Duke and UNC games uh, the same day. Uh, so Ohio State at Duke will be – uh, on Wednesday, same day as IU at UNC, or excuse me, UNC at Iowa, Purdue at Florida State, uh, Rutgers at Miami, UNC at Indiana, Michigan State at Notre Dame, Boston College at Nebraska. Uh, you certainly, um, all these games will be broadcast, I should say, uh, on ESPN, ESPN2. Uh, so you would certainly expect IU-UNC to be the primetime game of the uh, slate. I would imagine 8, 9 o'clock start um, on ESPN, I would think. Again, uh, this is that's the best game that's going to be played in the uh, challenge. So you would think IU is going to be in that premier game. That's a slot Indiana hasn't really been in. One of the premier teams in the conference, um, you're looking, it's been a while, probably since around that 2015-16 season uh, that IU has been there. Uh, they've played Duke a couple times before, but like that wasn't a, um, that wasn't IU's like best teams. Um, I mean, even that season, if you look back, uh, they did play Wake Forest, which wasn't, or that was at the Maui. Yeah, they played at Duke that season. That was kind of the low point of the season. So even that team didn't really play. You'd probably have to go back to 2012-13 was the last time IU was in this situation where uh, they were kind of the premier game of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Ironically, maybe not ironically, that is a game they played against UNC. Uh, we can go back and look at that game. I remember that game fondly, as I'm sure many Hoosiers do. IU wins 83-59 to uh, over a UNC squad that came in ranked 14th in the country. I think that was a UNC team that ended up struggling mightily. Uh, they um, did not – I believe they had lost a lot from the season prior. They ended up going 25-11. and 11. That was a team that lost in the – um, Elite Eight, maybe it looks like, um, against Kansas. So similar in some ways that I use facing a UNC team that went deep in the tournament. This time around, obviously, they won a title. But uh, the, that last meeting, I mean, there's a lot of memorable parts of it. IU completely dominated that game uh, to move to 7-0 on the season. Cody Zeller had 20 points in that game. Uh, Vic had 19 points. I remember Will Sheehy being red hot in that game. He had 19 points off the bench. Uh, IU just bombed away from three-point uh, territory. That's what it felt like, but looking back at these uh, stats, it was really just Jordy and Will Sheehy that uh, had big nights. IU only went 8 of 20, uh, which is a good shooting performance, but 
Uh, Sheehy and Jordy each had three of those. They were six of nine from the three-point line. So uh, I just remember that game not, never feeling close. It was a packed assembly hall. It was a rocking assembly hall. And IU jumped out to a, a big lead and then blew the game open in the second half, outscored him 37 to 22 in that. Uh, that one was awesome. That was an enjoyable game. But uh, if we're talking about the most uh, impactful game in recent memory, it's the Sweet 16 uh, game against uh, UNC in, uh, I can't remember exactly where it was at, but it was uh, a game that Frustratingly, UNC came in not being a good three-point shooting team and proceeded to hit 11 of their 20 attempts, uh, 55% from three-point territory in that one. Marcus Page went off, hit six of his nine three-pointers. Um, it was frustrating. It, IU kind of turned it into a bit of a track meet. UNC won 101-86. That was, uh, that was the 2015-16 Indiana team that we've mentioned so many times comparing it to this one. Yogi had 25. Troy had 21 in that one. Uh, Max Bielfeld had 15 off the bench. Thomas Bryant had 12. It really, I mean, IU didn't play poorly, uh, especially offensively. They went 13 to 31 from the three-point line. Uh, it was just kind of defense, and their game plan was simply make UNC beat you from the three-point line, and UNC did uh, because they shot unseasonably well and it was frustrating i think that was a really 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 good iu team that would have went deeper much deeper i think if uh unc hadn't beaten them i thought they matched up well with so many teams on their side of the bracket which is i remember being so frustrated by that game because just the way you lose um losing to a team that does something that they haven't really done all season that was frustrating that was a a UNC team that just did not shoot the ball well all season and then just got red hot. Um, predictably, after UNC beat them earlier that year, uh, they just have a rematch, Big Ten ACC Challenge that fall, and boy, was there that was such a cathartic win. IU win 76-67. to um, That one is memorable. I'm sure many of you, uh, for many of you, myself included, OG and Obi's huge alley-oop. Uh, he led the Hoosiers in scoring with 16 points, uh, 16 points or 14 points from James Blackman, 12 from Thomas Bryan, 11 from Robert Johnson, 10 from Josh Newkirk. Uh, an impressive team performance uh, from the Hoosiers. Again, another UNC team that struggled. Justin Jackson at 21. Um, Kennedy Meeks had 10 and nobody else had more than eight. Uh, that wasn't a great UNC team. It was one that was ranked because they went to the national title. Uh, ultimately, they got things turned around a little bit and made it back to the national final and won a title that season uh, over Gonzaga. But IU boat raced them a little bit in that matchup that season. So uh, if we're looking at regular season meetings, IU has won the last two, uh, but... UNC is one of the most recent memorable one or important one. I use nine and six all time against UNC uh, back in 04. Uh, perhaps, I mean, this is right around the time of the 
Big Ten ACC Challenge. I don't know specifically if this is a Big Ten ACC Challenge game, but that was Sean May uh, playing in Assembly Hall, which that one stinks. Uh, but that UNC team won 70-63 to against the Hoosiers. Uh, and then you have a number of regular season matches. Um, the last tournament uh, match was, or game was 83-84. IU won 80-81. IU won in the tournament. Um, so in the tournament, the Hoosiers are 2-1, two and 7-5 two and and uh, in regular season games. Look, it's going to be an exciting one. Uh, I, we're going to try to bring someone on to – maybe at some point this offseason, maybe in this coming week or so, talk about this UNC team because I think this is going to be one of the premier games on the schedule for Indiana. Maybe do a little crossover episode uh, talking about this UNC team and what's uh, in store for the Hoosiers there. Should be fun, though. Uh, let's uh, take one more break here and then talk about some new players that the Hoosiers have offered um, or prospects, I should say, that the Hoosiers have offered over the weekend. The Women's Big Ten ACC Tournament, or Challenge, I should say, has not been announced yet. I was going to go through those as well today. They, for whatever reason, haven't been announced. Maybe they will later this week. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who IU gets there. Not really sure about the state of the ACC um, I would imagine Iowa-NC State is going to be the premier matchup there. I use the second-best team in the ACC. I'm not really sure who the second-best team in the Big Ten – or, excuse me, I use the second-best team in the Big Ten. Uh, I don't know who the second-best team in the ACC is. Uh, it's a good thing I don't like, talk for a living or anything like that. Uh, but, I again – IU hosted it last year, so I'd imagine they're going to go on the road. Um, it could be a, a Notre Dame potentially, maybe a Louisville, uh, maybe a UNC game there as well. There's some intriguing matchups, but um, just the nature of Iowa and NC State, I'd imagine that's going to be your um, your big game. Let's take a look at a couple offers IU made over the weekend first. Um on Saturday, IU offered 2024 prospect Darian Reed of Groveton, Georgia. He's a six foot seven wing. Uh, there aren't expanded rankings for the 2024 class yet, so officially he's not ranked. Uh, if you look at the programs offering him, Alabama, Auburn, Cincinnati, Georgia, I'd imagine he's going to be in those rankings. IU assistant coach Yazir Roseman has been watching him. Uh, he's listed as a wing, but uh, there's some belief he can play anywhere from uh, the point guard spot to that small forward spot. Um, so he has a, a terrific feel for the game, can score it, passes it very well. Shout out to Peegs for that. Um, I saw a comment a couple weeks ago that people were upset that I was putting things behind a paywall or something. Look, I'm not going to come on here and tell you everything Peaks has behind their paywall. Um, I'm not affiliated with them at all, but I just don't want to dish everything out. That kind of uh, defeats the purpose of them having a paywall. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to promote them or anything, but um, it'd be a little harsh for me to just come on here and just tell you everything that's behind their paywall. Um, I would encourage you guys, if you want to be up to date, to uh, subscribe to something like Peaks, but... Um, 
I'm not affiliated with them, so I'm not putting any of my information behind a paywall. I'm just not sharing you everything that is behind theirs. One other uh, scholarship given out this weekend, offered this weekend, 2025 guard Trey McKinney landed a scholarship offer uh, Friday night. If they don't have 2024 rankings out, they certainly do not have 2025 rankings out. Um, but Peter, uh, McKinney uh, has been playing a couple different camps. Uh, this is um, this, there, there's a recruiting period basically again, which is why we're, we're getting so many um, scholarship offers to a number of different um, players or prospects from Mike Woodson. He had a who's who watching McKinney the last couple of days or watching him. McKinney did Juwan Howard, Matt Painter, Tom Izzo, Chris Holtman, um, Sean Miller, Bob Huggins. So uh, this is a prospect that has a lot of people's attention. So again, even if they uh, don't have a 2025 um, recruiting ranking out, this this is someone that's going to be up there. So just a couple names to watch. Uh, IU is offered just about everybody in the 2024 class. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, they might be on a first come first serve basis. You commit, you get the scholarship. Outside of that, uh, you wait, you might miss out. But look, Mike Woodson is is nailing it on these recruiting trails. So Kenya Hunter, Yazir Roseman, all these guys have been awesome on the recruiting trail. So has me excited for the potential of what Indiana might bring in. I know I teased it Friday. I promise you we're going to talk eventually about the offensive line in our depth chart preview series so while I want to thank you for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day, I will vow that sometime this week, whether it's Wednesday or Friday's episode, we will talk about the offensive line. I want to try to get through these uh, in the next couple of weeks as we get closer and closer. Uh, we got about a month before camp kicks off, fall camp for the football team. So I want to start really getting through these and start uh, ramping up the kind of previews for the football team in the coming weeks. Uh, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On a Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts on Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten. I was on there last week. I'm on there weekly, so make sure you guys give it a listen. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Helps us out a ton. Leave a quick rating and review. It, it means a ton to us, helps us out a lot. Most importantly, though, guys, have a terrific, terrific Monday. Hope your week starts off great. And LEO.